Hello and welcome to the True Nature Podcast. It's quite the hero's journey to go from feeling lost to showing up in the world grounded in what lights you up the most in life, in who you are, and perhaps most importantly, in who you're not. I'm Michaela, your host, and some of the biggest breakthroughs in my life have come from the everyday practice of human design and my walks in nature. I created this podcast simply because I wanted to be having deep, enriching conversations with inspiring people, each one of them unique in their own way. Some of them lead their own businesses and companies, some lead their families, some do it all, and all of them lead themselves first by living out their true nature. The way I see it, the world, our ecosystem, gets so much better when we stop trying to be like everybody else and start living fulfilled, joyful, true to ourselves lives. May this podcast be a resource to you to courageously live out your unique and true nature. I cannot wait to see what you do. Hello, Gus. Oh, my darling. How are you? I am feeling good to be sitting here with you right now, about to have a delicious conversation, I'm sure. Yeah, me too. I feel like um, there's like this convergence of, of you and I and everything that's going on in life around us, right? And then we kind of meet here. Here we are. And we'll just see where this conversation takes us. Like I trust that that whatever wants to come out will come out. I'm um, I'm really glad that you're here today. That I do have so much swirling around in the background, big big things. And you, to me, your energy always feels like medicine. You're so calming and grounded and loving. And so thank you, Gus, for being here. Thank you very much. I saw in your stories today, you said, I'm going to read it. I'm holding a relentless devotion right now to what I feel and know is possible. Mm. And I'm wondering if you are, would be open to sharing what's alive for you right now. Mm. Yeah. So there's quite a few levels, obviously, that are alive for me right now. Never just one. So the layers, the levels, um, <clears throat> there's a layer around, as you know, I'm in a launch right now. So there's a layer of feeling this um, momentum, this kind of energy of creation and stewardship, even guardianship. Um, and also having come out of a long period of void as you know for the last six months prior to this you know there's and the springtime energy there's this immense energy in me and it's it gets quite intense and so what's alive in me right now is how how can I enjoy that and be in that and be kind of interacting with that but also feel safe and regulated in my nervous system and be able to be in my body and feel what's going on inside of me and be with my family when I need to be with my family and want to be with my family so this is kind of this is what this is what mine will probably join soon as well (laughs) so this is very live for me this kind of holding both there is I can't there is a place and there's a way of holding both um and then also what's alive for me right now is, you know, this, this feeling of holding a higher standard in the vision that I'm casting for this creation and for women and really dropping into that. So I have the um, 18th jinky in my purpose sphere and that's all about perfection. That's the city with integrity as a gift and the perfection is all about that kind of having the courage to go that's how I see it Mm. I see it like this and it's perfect now but I also see this possibility and I also Mm. see this potential and can I can I can I have a foot in that too so yeah these are all things that are swirling around for me right now 
Um, would you like to dive deep into that? Because I know, like my experience of you, I mean, we've we've been in many different containers together. Um, and the one where I've had the most experience of you has been around the, the perimenopausal work. Um, I feel like you're such a wisdom keeper for for, for this passage. Um, is this what you're talking about when you're seeing like a like somewhere higher to take people? Yeah, definitely. Um, I am seeing life through the men, through the lens of, of midlife, which is where I'm at right now. I can't help it. It's kind of my experience right now, and then I kind of share sharing my experience and my lens on it. Uh, yes, I feel it is, and I feel like it's. But I feel that everything is so connected right now. So I can really see this, um, this thread that connects me as I am now to me as I was when I was, you know, pregnant and just about to cross over into the portal of motherhood. And then me as a young girl entering into her, her journey of womanhood. And it's partly because right now I just feel like I'm coming into a place having done quite a few years of work all around this for myself and a lot of pennies have dropped into place and it's an incredible feeling to to see this this arc the journey a story that you've had as a woman it's there's something really powerful in it so I think um yeah the highest standard I hold is really to have a new conversation around this time of our life as women and it's probably a little bit controversial uh but you know I again in that in that in that gene key of the 18th the shadow of judgment to the gift of integrity that's where the courage is it's like I I don't judge you from a place of thinking you're wrong or you're right it's like a judging from the heart it's like I see this I see this possibility for us all and it's amazing and so I am stepping into that courage to say, hey, I think there's this new way of doing it or looking at it or, yeah, approaching it or, yeah. Yeah, there's a new story we can tell around it. Mm, love that. And I'm loving hearing. I know that you're a three, five manifesting generator and I'm loving it just hearing it in action. Like here, here's, here's what I've experienced. Here's what I've tried and here I am like I've, I know that it can be different and that you know the pioneering energy that you bring and then like, speaking out your message so that you mm. can share it with with all of us and take us all like somewhere new raise yeah. us to a higher standard like to be more in integrity in alignment I imagine with mm. like this deeper layer you know this podcast is called true nature and this sounds like the same kind of work through a yes. different lens and that phrase you picked up, picked up from what I shared today, that that is that's got that energy of the five. I can feel yes. it. I can feel it humming away. Um, and um, not all the time, but today I felt it. Um, mm. Yeah. Like how devoted can I be to that? Yeah. And yet holds the safety in the, the nervous system that's feeling safe. And yeah. Yeah, can we talk a little bit about that? Are you are you open to talking about how to hold the nervous system in these times well, where um, nothing is certain? <laughs> gosh, I mean, this is now jumping into my three line is like it's a total experiment. <laughs> I definitely don't have it down. Um because I think I can recognize, you know, how, how different I am and how I would have handled it maybe 10 years ago when I was still the woman who was running, I was running my life outside of myself a lot, if that makes sense. So, you know, um, I wasn't in the inner space. I was in the outer space a lot more. Yeah. Um, and so I feel right now for me, that's all about just getting back into my body and being able to name how I feel, which hasn't always been easy for me. I'm, I'm an open emotional center. So I do, I can feel other people, but then to name my feelings, like inside how my body's feeling can actually be quite hard. I don't know if you find that too. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So 
the safety and the regulation starts with being able to come back in and name how I'm feeling or sit with feel the feeling just feel it mm-hmm. notice where it is and you know that kind of somatic kind of feeling uh, of like whether it's doing it's doing something that helps me just connect with my body for me mm-hmm. so I've been doing a lot of breath work recently um as you know I like the, the smells of the oils shaking sometimes uh and just that kind of catching yourself awareness as well mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah that catching the awareness like for me that would be called the not self mind you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like I had this this morning we were we were driving oh we were driving to take our sweet sweet pup to have her uh I don't remember what it's called to be um she's not she's she's a girl so she's not chopped but I don't know what the word is yeah yeah and oh so we're driving and and I can feel like (laughs) um just like really jittery in my nervous system knowing that she's fine we love the vets like they love her like she's you know they're wonderful with her um but I could feel I think it's with everything else going on and just this like really I don't hear the dog the the jitteriness and so a few things were going on and I felt like that too. Like I felt like it was outside of me and, that, and you know, how, how can I, can I like come back? And so I tried Amy's trick, which is, you know, to look for satisfaction and that, that worked like, okay, I can hear birdsong. I can, you know, where are my things that I can, that I can feel. And then it's like, where is it feeling blocked? You know, cause, cause I had this tightness in my chest. I'm like, okay, I'm going to breathe into that while we're in the car I'm going to breathe into that and then just watch my not self mind like tell me all the stories not just to do with the dog but like everything that's going on at the moment and it, I did feel calmer I did and then, um yeah it that that helped mm. yeah it's like sitting back into yourself isn't it mm. and like you're doing bringing in all that sensory that sensoriness where you're like, wow, I'm actually in my body and I can hear things and smell things and feel things. You yeah. realize how much you're in your head. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And Amy talks, Amy talks about this sensoriness where she's literally sitting, she's like, okay, I can feel the, the, the softness of the cushion underneath me. Mm. I can feel, you know, the coolness of my hands. I can feel, and, and that's another way of like coming back into your body because this stuff happens all the time right it's not gonna you're not gonna like get to a point where take my life is done we've got this now because it's forever we're forever spiraling upwards right (laughs) forever evolving and so when you're evolving when you're expanding things start getting shaky because it's like a new level and so it's how do you hold all of it the the, the the good that like the how great it feels to expand and to find these higher standards while you know real life goes on yeah and it's so true that I think you I was speaking to some, someone about this last month um about that very thing of like you want more of the good stuff like what it would insert whatever it is for you you know you want more peace or balance or growth or and with that is going to come the equal amount of crap to deal with, isn't it? Like the challenges and the um, the sticky bits, and you know it's going to it's going to it's going to rise in equal amount. So you've got to you know you've got to be able to hold, you know, the pain with the joy mm. as it go, as they both rise up, right? Yeah. And that's just that for me was yeah realizing that it was huge for me because it kind of. Um, it feels so one way mm. you know you don't it, it, it I, I I used to um my mind I guess used to tell me the stories of <clears throat> those victim stories when those things happen that you don't want to happen and you're trying to go in this direction and then you get all the all the kind of thing curveballs tripping you up and you're like oh me you know mm. your mind's going ten to a dozen about you know oh you know how unfair and it's not right and all that stuff but um 
when you realize that it's just part of the whole journey like mm. it's part of the journey so it's basically how how do i how do i react to this what how do i be with this you know mm. um and it's all about like you're saying amy is it coming back into the body in whatever way feels good to you mm. and that's really been a great way for me to feel safe and to feel more regulated as well as um being more clear in my communication in the home around my needs yeah which I feel has grown throughout the whole of my perimenopause I think it's a a real thing (laughs) that you just get you can I mean you know I can't talk for other women obviously but um I feel like it's a theme for the women I've spoken to that um as you go through your 40s you you start to be able to be much clearer about what doesn't work for you anymore and if you you, and if you can take that and work with that move with that rather than not be aware of it and it just becomes like a needle in your side making you feel worse and worse and worse and more feel more and more pressure but if you can work with that and go right it's pretty clear that needs to go this needs to be changed that needs to happen here and you actually action that um in in whatever way needs to be actioned <clears throat> yeah it, it makes a big difference mm. makes a difference you mean like the ultimate energy hygiene in action yeah and obviously like you said it, it ebbs and flows yeah sometimes it's a mm. mess mm. You know? and then it's like you get more you get more clarity it's like the river winding mm. yeah i'm also hearing your integrity in action like what just simply doesn't work anymore and what brings yeah. me joy. Yeah. Hmm. I looked at your um, conscious son before we yeah. came on the call and it's such a beautiful line that I see you shine out all the time and it's the energy for acceptance in inaction, which is kind of the opposite of like Manny Gen life, right? Yeah, and it's funny that, isn't it? Because... I again it's something I feel I've <clears throat> I feel much more comfortable in that now but I I wasn't in my earlier parts of my life I, I definitely was constantly butting up against that so you know it's it, all of the all, all of the kind of disappointment impatience you know just making things move from your mind um on your mind's timeline and the way your mind is telling you it needs to happen. That was how my life was for such a large, you know, part of it. And it brought mm-hmm. so much stress and inevitably like ill health as well. And now I feel much more gracious around, around that. I, I actually really, I, I feel it within me now. I feel that acceptance mm. and it's so peaceful oh. and satisfying yeah yeah because we look at nature and like for example we um where we live there's a like a vine over the doorway and um we just completely hacked it because we was you know we didn't look up how to prune we didn't really know what we were doing but so we just like hacked it and then it looked like it was dead and um and and everything else was coming back to life in the garden we're like oh no we've killed it and no we did not it's just that in its own good timing like when it was ready these new shoots and it's growing really fast now Mm. it's just this I don't know what we do about like how we always expect ourselves to be in action and and how our mind screams at us when we when there is a void that you talk about, you talk so beautifully about the void. Mm. Yeah, um, it's interesting, isn't it? And I, there is something about like that feeling of like wanting and desiring and like, I guess, sort of hunger sometimes that can push you into that feeling of being impatient with the timing that's just the natural timing of things. But it's not like that's bad. It's like trying to see that, oh, you know, yeah, but those are the parts of me that, you know, this is the, the desires are wonderful too, but it's just understanding that. For me, it's been a big lesson in 
okay, and how can I just be here and now in the timing that is, is, is whatever it's going to be? I mean, this last year and year and a half, half has been such a great um, lesson for me in acceptance. I think it's been my universal lesson of the year. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so that with that comes trust and surrender, doesn't it? Which is kind of part of being in the void. Yes, it is. Yeah. 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 And it's um so in human design, you know, we're both generators and so it's the waiting to respond. And it's so much harder than it sounds. <laughs> so much harder. It's like the energy of um for me when I'm in the void, and I've been in the void quite recently for quite a big stretch of time. It was like nearly six months. Mm. and so there's no inspiration mm. or maybe there's pockets of it within maybe the be- a beauty a moment of beauty within the day mm-hmm. you know like I don't know something maybe it's going to be nature for me or something or a, lo- a belly laugh with someone or just but overall things feel so stagnant yeah like you're really you really I really feel into that growth um decay death mm-hmm. cycle mm-hmm. with the void mm-hmm. and in fact, while I was in the void, I became fascinated with death, death mm-hmm. on all, all levels, not, and, and why we're so scared of it and why we pull away from it. It's a real mm-hmm. place of resistance for us. Yes. Why is that? Isn't that so interesting? I, get, I got fascinated with birth as well and um, went down all these rabbit holes because I, I do find that the stories and the inference that we attach to these initiations are, are fascinating because they really um affect the way we then interact with them when they become present in our life mm. uh, so yeah the void was, was just such an empty place and yet it's so rich but it is only rich when you stop trying to climb out of it and use all your energy clawing and holding on to and hooking onto things that might get you out of it um <clears throat> So when I could access that 50 second, that, that um, this conscious sun, just the acceptance and also take nature as the example where in winter, when nothing's growing, like you were mentioning the vine, you know, there's still things going on behind the scenes that you can't see. Mm-hmm. And that's growth in and of itself, but it's just not visible growth. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I wonder how much of our life is actually invisible growth yeah and and perhaps that counts so much more than the actual visible yeah that's such a good question to contemplate isn't it? i know i'm like <gasps> and even like the unknowing growth so it, maybe it's visible but not in the way that you see growth to be you mm. know yeah like even just now in, in the sort of launch phase of again feeling all the stories from the head about when and how you should show up how often etc etc to just be able to go "Mm, I'm not really feeling that that's going to be that satisfying to me right now Mm -hmm. it actually feels more satisfying for me to just go for a walk with the dog or do a bit of breath work and there's a part of me that would have said time wasted time wasted (laughs) But that is the, the, those 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 moments of almost pulling back and just being are the growth are the growth parts, aren't they? Because they connect you to yourself so wonderfully. Because yes, you're listening. You. You're listening to yourself. Yeah, you're being like you said. Yes, you're being. So you're being yourself. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so what I'm hearing too is that you're bringing like this this integrity. It's it's in everything you do because it's also in how you launch. You're, you're not um, just because, you know, there's, you know, I don't know, these old business ways <laughs> I have no idea how to do um, that would say, you know, you have to show up consistently every single, you know, three times a day or whatever it would be, those old rules would be. And you're like, yeah, no, that would not feel the right thing to do. It's like, yeah. If, if I don't have the energy for it and I'm pushing it out in any case, it just ends up being noise and it doesn't land when it's like really you being completely you and present and mm. expressing. Mm. Yeah. 
yeah absolutely um i i mean we both as you said been in some similar similar capsules and containers and things like this and some of those have been around you know energetics around launching and things like that and I really really resonate and it's so it's so it's actually so fun to be launching something even though Mm -hmm. it's a tender place because you can get to really stretch those those edges and and really like have this conversation with you and the creation about like I'm not I don't need to constantly be driving this myself yes I can just sit back and then allow myself to feel hmm, yeah that I'd really like to share that today or this morning I woke up thinking oh, I don't want to share anything and I had the jittery mind going yes yes but yes but yes mm-hmm. but and I was like no nah, it's not feeling good mm-hmm. so I went and did some other things that had nothing to do with it and then suddenly it was like oh I want to share this today yes. this is important yeah and trusting that it's going to come if yeah. it's meant to be yeah yes exactly, exactly. Mm. yeah we've um I feel we should give them a shout out because I I personally the way that I launch has has changed well actually I couldn't launch anything before because it just felt so gross to me so I could never do it but you know Ellie Salen and Brittany Eastman like when it comes to the, yeah. uh, just everything business the business the energetics of business magnetism all that good stuff absolutely yeah, yeah. and watching tara bless launch as and well. watching tara yeah. Yeah. oh my uh, goodness did you see her yeah. hinterland yeah oh it was like oh ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh good yeah i feel yeah. so lucky and yeah grateful to have that kind of that to just have that in the field just yeah yeah I felt that too I um because the vision I had for my business a while ago like the entity of my business felt felt feels like like a hub type thing she is you know she's put beautiful words but to see someone else actually like she's brought it like this this creation has now birthed and I was like oh that you know I just when you're being really really true to yourself you have no idea how much it actually um impacts other people and it gives them permission to to like go on you can do it too you know like I, I see it with so many of our of our mutual friends that, that you know they're speaking up for for who they are and what they believe in and and how they live their lives and and it's just like oh it's just such such a, a beautiful um feel to be in yeah it really is Mm. it really is blissful yeah and you my love you are are bringing it when it comes to these these important conversations Mm. to do with perimenopause and menopause menopause many 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 (laughs) yeah and you have your own launch red thread red thread journeys yeah (laughs) Just try saying that really fast. Yeah, over and over. Yeah. Do you yeah. um are you available to to share some of that the energy of this container with us? Yeah, I mean it, it's just it's born from a, such a deep a deep place within me. It was kind of like I explained it's beyond menopause. I, I feel like for the women that are in this midlife phase. I just want there to be another available conversation on the table that isn't the one that's slowly but surely being co-opted by the medical world and by the same type of stories that we've held for so for so long around handing our power over, outsourcing everything and not understanding that we have it all inside. And <clears throat> And I think it just comes to a head in perimenopause, menopause. And I also feel like it's the latest in a long line of events or initiations that are being, like, I feel like it's being taken over. Mm. Um, and I understand lots of women feel and express and have a lot of sensations that are unpleasant and uncomfortable. I get that. And can kind of hold a higher standard can I like say you know what we could actually move into a completely new 
area where we're talking about something that brings you into connection with you as you are now and the whole of your like your story your arc which is your red thread um story which is the story that started with your first bleed when you're a teenager and ends with your last bleed at menopause and it's so rich it's such a ah, uh, it's it's so beautiful to 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 be able to firstly unpack all of that and look at it in a different way actually see that it's connected but then also to just you know love those parts those those parts of you um at all the different ages when you realize that wow yeah you're carrying so much of a story um that isn't really yours it's not really the truth so the red thread journeys is really a, a, a sort of um, immersion where we're going to go into each of these each of the initiations it's really for mothers and mothers who are mothers only or mothers who are in perimenopause mothers who are in menopause that's the kind of lens we wanted to to uh, look at it through and it's um, I'm co- co-hosting it with Alexa um, and the idea is that we go into each of these initiations we go into that first bleed we go into birth like your birth into motherhood and then we go into menopause and we really um, create a new conversation, you know, shifts and perspectives, and then go into a reprogramming journey um, and rewrite the stories, mm. you know. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it because it feels every time I wake up, up every day I wake up at the moment since the launch, I feel like, oh my God, this is so big. This, I'm feeling the bigness of it. It's it's beyond me. <laughs> it's even beyond this immersion. I just feel this richness of this story, um, and I really want women to, to yeah interact with it and to just come away from this one way of seeing it. I have something that feels wrong. I want to take something for it. I have something that's going wrong with me. I want to take something for it. And this kind of like that's the only conversation we're having. <laughs> And I want it to be way deeper and broader than that. Mm. Yeah. Yes. That sounds that sounds beautiful. I'm thinking about about my own experience. Um, you and I, you've interviewed me on your well, it wasn't an interview. We've had a conversation on your chat. podcast, <laughs> which, is chat. <laughs> which is which is such an amazing resource for for anyone going through perimenopause, which starts earlier than you think. Right? You oh, said yes. it's 10 years yeah. before menopause happens. Yeah. yeah, easily. I think kind of late 30s going into your 40s, the, the, the first tendrils of it will be will be there, even if you might not have any any obvious signs. Mm. Yeah. And um, so I feel, you know, like when you're in school or when I was in school, which was a long time ago now, um, you know, you learnt the biology like what's happening in your body and I and get the, the feeling that's what we learn about birth it's what we learn about perimenopause menopause we get symptoms we get told symptoms this this is biologically is what's happening in your body but even as I look at my own um daughter and um <laughs> she was in school and she also learned the biology and I was like whoa, 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 whoa let's sit down and talk about like the miracle that your body is and how connected you are to to the moon and you know to to nature and um which didn't necessarily want to hear but <laughs> but it, but I wanted to tell her that story because it wasn't a, it wasn't what I got told I just got the biological symptoms this is happening and it's so much more than that Oh God, yeah, so much more. And and also along with the nuts and bolts of it, we get the, the nuanced um conditioning around it. So, you know, for me and for a lot of women, it was all about well, shame. Yes. You know, you've got to hide it. Yes. You've got to hide it all costs. It's a massive embarrassment if anyone knows that you've got your period, that if you mm-hmm. show any blood on your clothes, mm-hmm. um, you need to just hide it at all costs that's the lesson I got about Mm. my body when I got my first period and then you grow up and you carry that story with you because it's reinforced all the time you know you go into the into sort of the corporate world if you go into that world and there's all this um these kind of 
jokes that are made around oh you're a bit hormonal is it your time of the month you know the whole thing is a downer (laughs) on this magnificence that is you and this Mm. incredible energies that you have that are changing throughout the month and what they can bring in collective even not just your life so yeah you're you're taught you're just disempowered Mm. um and then you you know if you move through your life without accessing any work around that and being able to see the beauty of your cyclical nature you enter motherhood with that same disempowered story that your body is not up to much it definitely can't do this alone it needs help from the outside and um you know that can be really traumatic for a lot of women you know the birthing experience I I was so often don't watch much tv but um with with Guillaume with you know we'll sit and watch something and, and there's a woman giving birth and they you know like pinned down on a hospital bed like screaming in so much pain and like so completely vulnerable and you know helpless and um I I just keep saying to him wow well for me it wasn't like that you know Mm. but there's so much conditioning and so by the time you do like actually approach that like that's that's what you know of that world yeah and there's no, so what, what I find is that looking back now, there's no um, recognition about the awakenings that happen at each of these phases. And obviously they are the, the actual events themselves, but they, the whole thing just merges into one story, doesn't it? Because you carry with you the imprints that you have and you get on with your life, but the imprints are still there affecting the way you maybe behave or be in your body as woman. And then you move into the next initiation and awakening and they happen anyway whether you're aware of and so what happens is what gets imprinted and so you know where where does a new a mother of a newborn get celebrated for this incredible passage she's made into motherhood it's all about the baby isn't it yeah everyone wants to hold the baby how's yes. the baby and the mum's just like had this incredible journey mm. that no one is talking about no and no. then you get postpartum depression because happened just then you know it's it's, it's so interesting for me to see the patterns of symptoms that women collectively often get not Mm -hmm. not obviously across the board but Mm -hmm. and then to look at how how what wasn't recognized in those initiations and awakenings and this is where I think the power of just understanding them more and you know you can go back in time as you know you can close your eyes and go back in time uh you can heal forwards and backwards in the present moment this is the beauty of getting into some closed eye work and yeah I just think it's so powerful uh, because then you 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 come into your perimenopause or menopause um a woman that has reckoned with all of those different parts of her even if you didn't at the time have the journey you'd hoped for that's okay you know that's okay it's not about it being perfect Mm -hmm. it's just about reckoning with everything and, and loving those parts of you and seeing um maybe what wasn't there what got missed mm. out yeah yeah and um because I think perimenopause is like the ultimate we said it the ultimate energy hygiene it's like the ultimate sorting of what doesn't serve anymore and it's it's not just habits it's also these patterns of thinking thinking and yeah. the the shame that we carry you know it's 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 going to really weigh you down if if you don't if you don't face it and yeah yeah and and that 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 pattern of giving in that sort of in the sort of with the martyr energy the you know and as we start to shift into in in through perimenopause and our hormones change so the biological bit actually happens you know that does affect um the way we in a way feel able to hold space for nurturing this has definitely been experienced for me so they're just the, the giving with no sense of self versus the giving from a place where I I feel nurtured first mm. just a completely different feeling and I think um if we don't if we don't work with that acknowledge that it starts to feel very intense after perimenopause mm. we just carry on giving and having the relationships that just take and we don't actually do any of this work ourselves and ourselves yeah mm. just reckoning 
how many people uh, are able to join you? Yeah, waiting to see. And that you have um, like a oh, group size see. in mind? Sorry. Yes, I think I think um, I think twenty five will be the max. Mm. Yeah, I wanted to. I want it still to feel like a safe, intimate circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is the first iteration of it. So you know what it's like when you do something for the first time. Um, it's got a certain energy. Once you've done it once, it, I, I know it's going to take a, it's going to decide, it's going to show me where it needs to go next. Mm. Um, who knows? I'm yes. excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's such an important conversation because I don't see um, many people having it. I don't mm. see this healing happening. Um and it can make such a difference. Like when you get to perimenopause and you can actually heal some of those, well, some, yes, your, that, that red thread. Yeah. And it's amazing the effect it has on the women in your life. Like for me, it's had an, and it's completely indirectly. So not that if you picked up the phone and had a conversation, but you know, with my mother, with my sister, um, it's it's such a beautiful thing to do for yourself but just in doing that work it's already having an impact it's already like you know the threads of connection they're just there with yourself with your with your story but also with all the other red thread journeys and stories um so i really feel that yeah what's your um do you remember what your core wound is in um in the gene keys I'm a line one there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's um I think it's repression. Right, there you go. Yeah, it's repression. Mm. So mm, yum. Yeah. I mean not yum to have that core wound. No, but, it but you do seem equipped to to that you you came here to to heal that, you know, that collective wound, right? You yeah. are equipped for it. Yeah. And so it's all for me then coming into the expression, safety and expression, mm. you know. Because the repression for me came very much to my voice. Right. And it does for a lot of women. But uh, yeah, the repression mm. of your your opinion, your your voice, your yourself. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 happy to be in this place doing this work right now. It feels really good. Yeah. Alexa, you already, you, yeah, you you were already friends. I know that there's a a podcast. No, with so Alexa. the funny thing is, is I didn't know Alexa before that. Okay. <laughs> so I was, um, I I found Alexa when I I set up my podcast and I wanted to interview women and I mm-hmm. um, someone suggested her to me and she knows she knows someone that I know as well, Lisa. Okay. And so I interviewed her before we pressed record. You know how it is when you um, meet up to do a podcast, you chat for a while. And sometimes mm-hmm. the chat before we press record is electric and you're thinking, why didn't we record? <laughs> and, uh, you know, we ended up having this really amazing talk about um, the red thread and about, you know, Menarch, which is the first bleed and our experiences with that and how much we can see how that's affected us through our life. And it was amazing. And so... I um I had got the idea to run Red Thread Journeys, gosh, back in February, I think it was. It's a thread out of a much larger, larger program I wanted to run for menopause, uh, yes. menopausal women, which hasn't yet come to fruition. It's mm-hmm. still percolating, but it was a th- it was a thread within that, and it mm-hmm. suddenly like became apparent to me to create something specifically around this, and immediately her name came into my mind, kept coming to my mind. So I just um, went on that hunch because I didn't know why I kept hearing Alexa. So I just called her up and I said, look, I've got this idea. I don't know why your name keeps coming up. I don't know whether I'm just meant to chat through it with you or whether we're meant to do it together. Can we, can we meet and talk? And we did. And that was it. From that chat, we decided to do it together. And it's been a, a beautiful experience. Yeah. So it's a really, really fun to just follow a hunch like that, to follow yes. a, just a knowing. Yeah, inside. you're that knowing, right? You're sacral. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That's sacral responding to that rather than going what is that what is that about Alexa I don't know just responding to it and yeah okay I'll respond to that Mm. it's good to respond yeah yeah I can see how it lights you up yeah yeah (laughs) it's been fun and I have a line one you know in my in the gene keys in my um um vocation and culture okay so I was feeling like 
yeah, I want to, I want to work with someone. Right. Yeah. That's right. So the, so like the line one is kind of like in their own room doing their own thing and they need someone to exactly, bring like, the work out into the world. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have the idea and you kind of quite used to working on your own. You know, you could just be that lone entrepreneur worker in your own little hut, you know, scrolling away. But I just suddenly felt this need to connect and be in connection with someone. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Um, just for for clarity, the so the the core wound and vocation of the same same sphere in the jinkies and that corresponds to the unconscious mars in your human design chart just in case someone's listening and wants to like oh yeah. what's mine what's yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the culture is the conscious mars is that right i don't know that one no. was it jupiter i can't remember yeah i know the conscious the jupiter is the well. pearl but um okay okay so yeah yeah, I haven't I haven't got all the translations yet. Anyway. I love all the crossovers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. So I'm learning more about both. I just really enjoy the, the crossover. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. I feel like um human design for me is like it it was definitely my way into to self-compassion and acceptance and like to to really be way more myself and I love that it's like this logical practical mechanical system i love that and the gene keys for me is is, is where the expansion is it's where i can Mm -hmm. like it all settles in my cells when i read the gene keys and participate in the different programs totally totally agree with you that's exactly how i feel Mm. and we're doing venus together aren't we i know we're doing the venus i know and i did your beautiful course with amy which was just delicious i really enjoyed that yeah so good to yeah and and you know that's obviously been doing that with you guys for 10 weeks wasn't it mm, right? yeah that was the all the time that things were starting to percolate and come up and I was you know every week we, we were just practicing weren't we just being in our in our authority and responding and it was just yeah so good it was def- it's definitely been part of this whole process Oh, I'm sure. glad. Yeah. That feels really good to me. Yeah. Like, zing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, is there anything that you wish I'd asked you that I haven't? No, I just loved the meandering nature of this conversation. Um, I really enjoyed I could carry on for hours, actually. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Mm, it's been an absolute pleasure so um i'll put the um, a link to your website where can we find the red the red journeys i think instagram is just the best and instagram okay. i created the highlights and it's still kind of going on there so that's perfect the okay the well i'll put the link to that under the in the description yeah web, my website feels like it needs a, a line three applied to it complete change you know something new experiment something different so yeah I was like that when when I was on your podcast (laughs) everything change again everything change yes that that will be next when I have a moment um, we've been moving house a lot and Mm -hmm. um, you know life has demanded that I'm actually in in the day-to-day the last eight months yes um and it's really interesting because you know for, for 10 years we just lived in the same house and it wasn't it wasn't it must you know I I don't I've never I haven't checked to see whether it's in my my astrological chart the house that I mean it's to do living arrangements but definitely for the last eight months it's felt a very front of front of my life and so that's also allowed me to practice a lot of acceptance and surrender yeah and you're my role model for that because um that's the situation that we're in at the moment where you know we didn't we don't quite know what's happening and and I go okay Gus Gus has been living and breathing this so funny. We're, just, we're, similar. we're on the same little track right now it's yeah so funny yeah when I interviewed you you were in in Olive your yes motorhome in our motorhome year, yeah yeah in between homes um mm-hmm. and it's it's such an interesting thing to be doing this I find at at this point in my life so again all the stories around you know well when you get to 50 you know 
life settled and nothing you know you get this wear an apron yeah (laughs) being so stagnant and unchanging and also led on to that the fact that none of us or a lot of us have forgotten that change is what makes life feel alive yes yes and we're very used to change we're very adaptable as humans um and yet we forget and and this has just been such a, a, a lesson this year of like, no, you're nothing but anything but settled, you know? Yeah. There's change all the time and you need to adapt and, you know, just hold hold the possibilities rather than trying to make things, yeah, so certain. Mm-hmm. It's just not not my time of life right now for that mm-hmm. to be happening. Yeah. No. I've been playing a little bit with um like set points or anchor points that also called so you referred before to this river that you know sometimes it's these rapids and yes. sometimes it meanders um and it never stops but like where have I where have I kind of where am I kind of clinging onto boulders out of this need for <clears throat> certainty and it's just something that I know you know is yeah. here and where can I just surrender to the process and trust that my boat knows exactly, you know, yeah. where to go? That's such a good analogy with that holding onto the boulders on the on the rapids, because it is it is that thing of like, but I don't want it to be difficult. Can it not just be easy? I just want to be. And no, life is like, no, you need to have this lesson. You need to have this experience. It's going to be rocky for a while. It's mm. OK. You're going to get to the other side. And it's, it's such a funny duality, isn't it? Yeah. And also noticing the times where I tell myself that I'm doing it wrong. If like this stuff, this, this unexpected stuff (laughs) comes up, then I've got it wrong somehow. (laughs) Life should be perfect all the time. (laughs) I should know when things are coming. (laughs) Yeah. The great, uh, yeah. Illusion of comfort. Yes. 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 And don't get, everyone comfort is delightful but you know sometimes life needs to get uncomfortable for you to have an incredible experience or lesson um yeah spoken like a true third third line there (laughs) i shall end on that my (laughs) greenness oh thank you so much gus it's been a delight my darling thank you thank you for holding this space There you go, my loves. Did you enjoy this episode? You can find links to my guest in the description. You'll also find the link there to the True Nature HD website where we can keep in touch as well as you can see my current offerings. Would you like that? I'll be back with another beautiful guest. And in the meantime, take care and stay true. Bye.